Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I'm Matt Shaver. Hello, and I'm Michael Capicola. Michael Gabagool. I'm uh, Michael Salami. What's it to you, huh? Yeah, Michael, shortest salami in the in the state. Yeah, I'm uh, Donnie Chopped Lettuce. Yeah. yeah, and I'm uh, I'm Vinny Viceroy. I'm I'm four foot six and got a big anger problem. I don't even fucking know what's going on right now. That wasn't honest. bad. I think we were. I was. I was so overwhelmed by the high pitched voice of the short guy that it threw me off. Hey, I thought we were staying with the fat, the fat normal size guys, so that he went with the short guy, which is usually how it goes. Yeah, I, 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 the only thing bigger than my anger problem is, is my gambling debts that I owe the fucking, the the gabachoons down on fifty first. I don't know. Why is there? Always, what's up with that Italian storyline there? Why is there always got to be like some short guy with a big attitude? Is that how it is in like Italian families? That's not even just the. Ta- I mean, there's a lot of short. I think Italians have short genetics, which definitely helps with that. You know, there's a lot of short Italians, but I think that's just a short really? guy thing in general. Yeah, I guess I've never really thought about how many short Italians there are out there. Oh my god, dude! I my, just imagine. So- I just imagine Italians at Ellis Island just like getting off the boat, like the seven dwarves. They look like <laughs> hobbits. Yeah, exactly. They look like oh, hobbits. Or yeah, hobbits. Yeah. yeah, one boat right. is like the hobbits, and the other boat's like the seven dwarves. The, uh, the dwarves are singing, and the hobbits are just like walking through. Can you imagine a fucking Italian Lord of the Rings? Hey, Holy Mr. Frodo, shit. I'm your fucking gardener. You, what, you're you, what, you're going to be gone on some trip? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, Samwise. I got I to gotta go take a ring. Oh, what am I supposed to do? Just not get paid? Well, I guess uh, I guess you could come with me. Ah, fucking forget about it. Just don't tell me there's gonna be those goddamn dwarves on the way. Oh my god! I don't god. fuck with dwarves. Just oh imagine every character as Italian. Dude, that's you know? what I'm literally doing. I'm like, I'm thinking of the tree people, and I'm like, holy shit, the, the tree ants. people. The tree people would be wine bottles. They would just be like, uh, yeah. uh just uh, grapes. They'd be giant grape stalks. Oh, that that would be duh. God, that's yeah. so much better. Yes, a vineyard. They'd be the vineyard. Yeah. They would just be slow talking. Hey, you trying to steal my fucking grapes? Is that what you guys are trying to do here? <laughs> <laughs> I'd fucking watch that movie in a heartbeat. That that honest. needs to be made. Honestly, oh my god. You know what? That actually just made me think of too. So. Wild enough, I never read or... Well, I've seen some of the Harry Potter movies. Hilarious wow. story with the last Harry Potter movie, though. We should definitely tell that. You know the story. Oh, my it's God. A, it's a yeah. pretty hilarious story. Yeah. And I can share more of it than I probably ever have. But, um, <laughs> which is really not that much extra information. But So I've never read any of the Harry Potter books. Sad. Uh, didn't really like get into reading until later in my life. Only saw a couple of the movies. But as a kid, I did read this book that was like a parody Harry Potter book. And I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically like the mad TV version of Harry Potter. What? Like, picture that in your head. Like, super raunchy, super crude humor. Like, uh, you sure it wasn't that that SNL skit with Lindsay Lohan? No, dude, no. Uh, it was in this like really small, compact book, like almost the size of a journal, but it was really thick. It was the weirdest thing. I got it from the library. I don't know how I got it from the library. And that's what you picked up. Dude, that's what I picked up. I was probably there to like read the Scarlet Letter or something like that. And somehow, yeah. as I was pulling the Scarlet Letter off the shelf to actually read the one summer reading book that I was actually going to read, the other book fell off. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, hold on. Oh, my God. What's this? That's I'm sixth grade Mike. Yeah, that's, that's adolescent Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't, maybe, maybe someone who's listening will know what it is. But that sounds uh, strange, I guess, is the best term for it. 
dude. So I just Googled uh, inappropriate Harry Potter parody book. Okay, this is wild. Totally separate book, but one of the books that I got is called Hookers and Blow Save Christmas. So I think <laughs> now I have to buy that book. I feel like we got to get that. Are those the names of the elves? That sounds like a pretty good story. You're not going to believe this shit, but it's literally two construction vehicles. It is two construction Stop. vehicles. One is a like massive like deer or caterpillar uh, snowblower. Oh, my God. And the other one just has a, a – it's got like a crane in the bed of its pickup truck. Hooker what the... and blow save Christmas. Hookers and blow save Christmas. You know, you know who would read something like that to their kids? The fishing know. guide from last week. <laughs> Dude, uh, yes. Remember yes, how he was. was like, The Lion King is the best movie because he was just like high and thought it was funny looking? Yeah. That's the same type of guy that buys a book like this. Yes. Hooker and Blow Save Christmas. Just buys like a ton of things that kids should not be seeing or reading yet and gives it yeah. to them when they're like four years old. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we ended up on that tangent. That's, uh, I, I would recommend reading the normal Harry Potter books at some point in time, though. That's probably worthwhile endeavor okay uh, i i would too but i found it so i can't believe it one i gotta buy that other book the hookers and blow or hookers and snow whatever it was called and read that i found the other one not to sit on this too long but the other one is called barry trotter and the shameless parody <laughs> barry trotter and the sh i've never heard of that what Barry Trotter, yes i i remember really really enjoying it and it being really funny but also it being like over the top inappropriate. What? Barry Trotter? Barry I'm looking at Trotter. it right now. It's just like, it's literally just parody characters of all, of, they just look like ugly versions of the Harry Potter characters. Yeah. If anybody ever wants to like know like, wow, how'd Mike's brain get like pretty fucked up? It's basically <laughs> that I read these book. kinds of things in my adolescent brain forming stages instead of the books that were recommended by our English teachers. Barry Trotter at 22 has become an eternal student at Hogwash School as parents are willing to spend any amount of money to have their kids go to school with him. Okay, that's <laughs> relatable. Oh, <laughs> what the to fuck? oh. To have the kids go to school with Barry Trotter. I thought they were just trying to get the kids. I assume that's what it said. It cut off before I could finish, so I kind of improvised at the end there. But it has a two and a half, or sorry, 2.8 out of 5 on Goodreads. Yeah. So if any of you are looking for a new book to add to your list, I would definitely recommend checking out Barry Trotter and the Unauthorized Parody. Yeah, before you read any of those uh, stupid biographies or those Reese Witherspoon recommended books, make sure you go ahead and read Barry Trotter. Put those back on yeah. the shelves. Pull off the Barry yeah. Trotter. Yeah. So I'm actually, just to touch on this really quick, because I thought of it today, it shouldn't take much time, but I was reading a book currently that was recommended by one of our listeners at an earlier stage. Uh -huh. And there's a scene or you know a period in the book where the character is hooking up with uh another girl that works at his dad's pharmacy they start hooking up and the other girl that he's friends with that like pretty clearly likes him i'm pretty convinced that like she has a huge crush on him but she thinks that the girl's just using him and uh, references that he's just she's just using him as her own personal vibrator and that they should stop i was reading this and just being like, like what kind of book are you reading do you want the title or do you want like what's going on? Well, yeah, give me the title. Is this like a is this like a shades of gray like chick book? No. Uh well 
It might be a little chicky, but it's definitely not Shades of Grey. This is just it's... a small portion of the story. Okay. The book is called The Extraordinary Life of uh, Sam Hell. Okay. I kind of stumble into, and that's why I reference Reese Witherspoon. I kind of stumble into like. Is this like, one of her like recommended books? books? No, this was another individual's recommended book. I'm not slipping up anymore. I slipped up last week with the names. Okay. I'm gonna. It's gonna okay. be. Uh, speaking of type. stumbling into Reese Witherspoon, my mother literally did that in Italy one time, like a couple years ago. Was Reese Witherspoon blackout drunk? And did she say, "Do you know who no. I am"? No, she was with her her kids and her family. My mom was like, oh my God, you're Reese Witherspoon. This was like when my mom had short hair and had been living in Italy for several months and was basically like a crazed hermit. And mm. she was like, you're, you're Reese Witherspoon. And Reese Witherspoon's like, uh, yes, I am. Uh, like, like, oh, great. I came to Italy to escape and here's a fucking crazy American like being like, oh my God, oh my God. And my mom's like, my mom said she just kind of panicked and she was like, you're so beautiful. Like she, she said she just looked really good. And so she was like, you're so beautiful. And she was like, Oh, stop it. Thank you. You're beautiful. And then my mom was like, she said when she, she wasn't expecting that. So it just kind of disarmed her. And she was like, Oh, Reese Witherspoon just called me beautiful. And she just kind of froze. And then that was it. Like she just kind of walked away. Classic. It's so, like your favorite baseball player being like, Oh, champ, you're a chip off the old block. And he hits your chin and you're just like in awe. And you're like, wow, my favorite baseball players are from the 20s, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, sport, you're a chip off the old block. Thanks, Babe Ruth, <laughs> my favorite baseball player. Thanks, Lou Gehrig. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, what I just imagine that your mom did when she left talking to Reese Witherspoon is just grab her chin and open it up and a little gumball fell out. Her, <laughs> her chin is so... Is so what pronounced. The fuck, dude! <laughs> like the end of a gumball machine. The, how the fuck did you even think of that? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? Her, Reese Witherspoon's chin is just like it's it's yeah, it's pronounced. The, the gumball. That's just what I imagine that she would open it up and a little gumball would fall out, or like you know those uh, dentist machines where you put a quarter in and twist it, like runts yes, would fall yes, out. Yeah, except it would be all banana flavor, and you'd be like, mother. Fuck, how did that happen again? God damn. Yeah. And then you looked up and you realized that it's an only runs flavor. Runs. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. banana runs. Shit. Yeah. God damn, it got me again. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember yeah. those things at the ice rink or you could like put in a couple, you put in like a dollar and get a single Yu-Gi-Oh card. Talk about a ripoff, dude. Those, I mean, they were just printing money at those things. Printing. N- never did I see one of those type of machines get more use than, or though, than when I was in Ireland at a bar with our friend and there was like legitimately five machines throughout the bar on the wall where you could put in euros and get cigarettes, packs of cigarettes out of them. And I'm not kidding. Like the guy I was with bought three packs that night and there was like a line to wait at these things. Like there's no line for the bathroom line for the cigarette machine. And mm-hmm. dudes just rifling in euros and pressing it out and getting them out, getting packs out, and then everyone would just go up to the smoking part of the bar and you just you just bum cigarettes even if you have them, and then you give other people cigarettes like even if they it was just like a very social thing. And I just remember being like, "What the fuck kind of economy is going on here?" Like it was so confusing, especially as a non-smoker. Yeah, as a non-smoker, it had to have been like. I feel like you don't even, it's almost like a car crash. You don't even want to people watch. You're just like, this is so disgusting. I just, I, I shouldn't even be looking. And then you go ahead crazy. and pull the chair and just watch the rest of the night. Well, I felt like out of place because people were just like, oh, do you have a cigarette? And I was just like, no, and I'm American. 
and they were just like, all right, wow. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Uh-huh. Uh, you're you're really a worthless piece of shit. Big cunt. Yeah, stupid asshole. All right. Yeah. So did you actually know? Uh, this is a fun fact that I read uh, a couple weeks ago. Is did you know that actually Ireland is the uh, highest per capita seller of adult uh, diapers? Like depends. <laughs> they have the highest per capita like sales rate. And do you actually know why that is? To to their own population, or you mean like they're the worldwide producer of? adult diapers oh to their own population no like they have the highest you know oh, per capita pro- sales probably for, because for when, by the time you're old you're you, you've just completely drank your liver and your stomach lining away and you probably just shit water like oh. all irish people probably just are shitting themselves all the time i can't imagine that it's any any good over there when you're old yes that is true i don't know what the uh the uh, what do they call it? gastrointestinal makeup is when you're an alcoholic and your liver kind of like goes and you got cirrhosis. Can't be no, good. I would actually imagine you would get constipation more than you would just have shit slide out of there. No, no I don't know. No, no. So what, don't what's know. the reason? Is there an actual reason? Yeah. So actually the actual reason is because uh, people don't want to leave the cigarette line to I get cigarettes. Fucking, I fucking knew it. So whenever you're, to, whenever you're about to tell a lie, no, whenever you're about to tell a lie, you won't make eye contact. You won't look at your computer. You'll like turn around. You guys can't see this, but Mike will yeah. literally like look anywhere but at the microphone or at the camera. He'll just like straight up start looking, like glancing to the side and being like, uh, yeah, it's actually because uh, they're shitting themselves in line for the. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut I, up! I, I, I Shut have to the do fuck that. up! If I don't do that, I'll laugh. I literally You'll can't. Break. No, I, can't I know. Get the joke I know out. exactly. I know your tell. I know exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. I have never been good at poker. Uh, in my future life, I'm sure. Well, have fun I, in I, Vegas this weekend. I'm sure that's gonna go well. Yes, I'm gonna stay off the poker tables. You don't need to bluff at blackjack or roulette or. Slots. I feel like I'm going to turn into an old But you do need slots. to know how to count, so you might be at a disadvantage there as well. I'd be careful with some of those games, too. I'm just going to bring one of those big Galileo things where, it, like, you move the Oh, the, a- the, the marbles. Ab- the abacus or whatever the hell they're called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except it's not going to be, like, a small handheld one. It's going to be the one that you, like, push into a room. The massive <laughs> Yeah, and one. then you're going to realize it's not actually an abacus or whatever the fuck it is. I can't believe I'm forgetting the word for it. It's actually just one of those marble toys that you set up yourself where you make a really intricate path for the marble to go down and you're like yeah. you're like oh they're like uh sir it's it's your turn you're like just a second and you're you have like <laughs> you have like tw- you have 20 cards 20 uh, 20 cards on the table and you drop a marble in the top and it spends a minute rolling down the whole marble maze and then it hits the yeah. bottom and you go I'll stay yeah <laughs> And everyone's just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? God yeah. damn it. How many drugs is this guy on? What is that? It's, it's unbelievable. Or you know those uh, those like contraptions that you gave babies that were kind of like a An a abacus. Setup? That's what it's called. I can't even believe you even got that. That's amazing. I Googled it. Yeah, but you had it before. Yeah, basically. Sorry, what were you right. saying about, about babies? So you know those? You know those? Uh, they're almost like a... Uh, like built city but it had all these intricate lines on it and you moved marbles around is that what you're talking about what oh, no. i don't know how to describe i'm this. talking a bunch of plastic pieces that you could kind of like put together to put together like legos but the end goal was like some of them had loop-de-loops some of them had funnels some of them were just ramps and you would just drop a marble at the top and the marble would go through the whole path that you would create it with this stuff it was incredible mm. it was just called like a marble run or something like that but it was uh it was a great, it was a great toy. I have no clue what you're talking about, though. But that that sounds like a toy that I would enjoy, like today. What you just described. It's fun. It's fun. I mean, I would, I would definitely use it today too. It's you can get really intricate with it. 
Yeah, so there's something else we got to buy by the end of this episode, too. Well, first and foremost, we got to get Hookers and Snow. Hookers, right. We got to buy that book, Hookers and Snow, and then we'll move on to the abacus. You were saying something earlier about drowning people, uh, if people were drowning. Yeah, I, I was trying to go ahead and just brainstorm some topics, and that's something that came up that I was driving around and I thought was kind of mind-blowing. Maybe not mind-blowing, but I just thought it was interesting. So I was watching this video of this guy that was found uh, by another kayaker in like some lake or off the coast somewhere, um, and he had been like out there for a really long time, and he was delirious, and his lips were blue, and this lady was like trying to help him get back to shore. His kayak had flipped. Uh, so it was like all the communication between the two. But I just thought how crazy it is that when you come up upon a person that is drowning, that like they recommend not actually trying to save them because they're in so much like shock and right. fear that they're going to go they're ahead and bring you, you too. down too. Right. It's just like, oh, wow, I have my one courageous moment to actually do something. And then you go ahead and, you know, try to be like Clark Kent coming out of the phone booth. And then you get there and the dude just starts ripping you down into the water, too. Well, yeah, no, that's why you that's why you work as like a lifeguard at a pool like we did so that you can get the you can get the justification of saving someone without actually having to submerge more than half your body in in the in the water. You know, there's no there's no chance I'm going to go save some guy who's drowning in Lake Erie. No, no way. No, you just let them die. You just let them die. Because people, like, people, you ever put, like, a, you ever see, like, when they put a cat in the bathtub? Or, like, uh. What the fuck? Wait, You know, they, basically, anytime an animal's put in something, it's, like, it doesn't want to be in. It gets that wide-eyed look, and it just starts frantically, like, screaming and clawing and. Okay. And, Um, you know, when you're drowning animals in your backyard. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, (laughs) Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, can you give me one second? I just need to make a quick phone call. Um to Quantico. No, but you can, you know, you see it in movies and stuff or whatever, it, where like, if a horse is crossing a river and then a big wave comes or whatever, it like rears up. It's stop, like... Stop. Hold on. You just said a horse crosses a river and a big wave comes? I'm thinking of Lord of the Rings. That's what specifically what I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, you might be excused. I think I know what scene you're talking about. Yes. But that was a little bit of a slip-up. Your the, other slip-up, let me just say real quick, the only was, point saying, of- was saying cat in a bathtub. Maybe dog. Maybe dog would have worked there, but cat don't know what well, you're doing. Some there. people wash their cats too. Don't I, cats wash themselves? Time out. I'm gonna bust your balls. Don't cats wash themselves? I literally don't know or care or give a fuck about cats. I would assume okay, I'm with you there. some people wash their cats. I would assume. Okay. Anyway, the point being that they their eyes get wide, they get frantic, they start clawing and pawing and just doing anything they can to keep their head above water. And you, as someone trying to rescue them, just essentially just becomes like another object that they can push off of to keep their head above water. And by doing that, they push you down, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you were asleep during our lifeguarding classes, but like that's the number one rule is like people are always pushing down. You can tell when someone's drowning because they're always pushing their arms down and try to keep their head above water. And then you just become something that they push down on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, they're dying. They're drowning every time. I'm not going out there and fucking... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. That's a very good call. Did you I have any saves at the pool when you were there? Ah, ah. I think I worked there for, let's just say, six years. I didn't have a single save. How absurd is that? You didn't have I did have any saves? Not a single save. I did have one moment that was pretty terrifying. There was this old kind of, like, frankly, crusty dude that went down the speed slide once. Oh, uh, no. And he was, like, 
clearly not from America. Like he was visiting from another <laughs> just country. Just matter him getting to the bottom and shattering into five hundred pieces <laughs> as like, he exits like, the like slide dropping at the a bottom. face. Yeah, just <laughs> scatters throughout just be the like, pool. Holy shit! What do I do? <laughs> That would honestly... You'd probably, you'd probably just be like, next. Yeah, yeah. Hold next. on the top. Hold on the top. It happened yeah. again. All right, next. Yeah. But no, he, he comes down the speed slide, and the dude is just like... Hit, the toes of his feet are like touching his forehead. You could just say that he... Tell that he's totally oh, back no. heavy right oh, off no. the bat. Totally imbalanced. Oh, no. Goes down the speed slide, hits the water, and just might as well have like already been doing like a somersault or whatever. <laughs> So he just goes down and falls backwards, like happy baby position, and then just sinks to the bottom like an anvil. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is the moment. This is the moment. And like, there was definitely a moment of panic with me where I was like, yeah. oh, my God, move. Act, Mike. Holy shit, it's here. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. This is your job. You Don't can't just, just watch like... the man die, Mike. Right, exactly. That, that man has a family. Um, and I almost got in. And then uh, like his daughter or something like that ended up diving into the water and grabbing him and pulling him to shore. <laughs> so he did but they he were, did need help. He, he did, did need oh, help. You he would just, have drowned. He you would just have drowned. weren't fast enough to be the one that helped him, essentially. Correct. Well, she had an advantage over me. She was already on the side of the right. exit area. So she could just jump in and get me. She beat me to okay, it. Okay, so so I guess my better question a better question for you would have been, um, how many saves should you have had in your oh, six years as a shit. lifeguard? Now that is a good question. That's a that's a uh, that's a sixty minutes question right there. Yeah, yeah. That's a Walter Cronkite. Um, I'm gonna throw out a number, and I mean, I'd probably say like, man, probably. I, I'm just gonna say six because I think that's fair. Six, <laughs> six saves, six years or whatever. I, okay, all right. I remember right. there was there was one time I was teaching a class where I was just overwhelmed, and one of the kids got off the wall, and I'm pretty sure he or she went under or something like that. And one of the teachers from the other class had to pull him up and get him to the wall. Oh and I just completely God. was oblivious. Oh, So that was another God. bad one. So, Which, yeah. I, so there have been several where people are drowning and you're like, just well, not, you just weren't there to save them. Well, hey, hey, this is what happens when you pay your employees seven twenty five, and then they go out and they right. try to get certified to get right. a raise. And then you get two a 50 weeks, cent two raise. weeks after you get that 50 cent raise. The president raises the minimum wage about like fifty cents, forty cents, yeah, yeah like forty cents. I forgot you did and that. And then, and then that those people that you work for don't raise your enhanced pay. The funniest with that. part they just was keep it the same. You got that enhanced training for the pay raise, and had to go through like a whole other advanced class and everything. And everyone was still like, "Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend." leaving Mike up on chair by himself. I don't think that's the best option. Dude, I wasn't the worst. I definitely was not even close to the worst. Okay, I was but a- the worst the worst employee at the pool was like either high at work or was like relapsing and falling asleep on the lifeguard chair. Correct. So to not be that bad, it's a it's not a high, you know, it's not a it's not a high bar. Sorry <laughs> I wasn't sorry I wasn't some hardo swimming psycho boner that just went ahead and like was aquaman and aqua woman in the water you had all your swimming hardos that were you, all life you didn't I was have just some to be bum a off the great street. swimmer you just had to be a, a awake hey hey i never no hold on time out never <laughs> fell asleep on chair never fell asleep on chair dozed off attentive sure. stop Attent- i okay i was attentive enough god damn it what is what is the difference in your i was hated on i was a villain for no reason i was what persecuted is- for no reason 
okay, well, what is the difference between asleep and dozed off in your vocabulary? Asleep is you're asleep. Your eyes are closed. You're in dream la-la land. Dozing off is like you're falling into dream la-la land. <laughs> but you haven't got – your eyes are still seeing the area. They're still oh. working. Oh, you're still just, perfectly you're scanning your zone at the pool. Yeah, it's like imagine As if you're, you're falling the, asleep. Imagine if you're on the side of a building and you're hanging on by your fingertips. It's like hanging on by your fingertips. Now, mm. what would be sleep would be falling off the building. But I wasn't uh, falling off the building. I was hanging on by my fingers. Because you were catching yourself as you fell a couple times before hitting the bottom. Well, Got yeah. It. I mean, your head hits your knees and then you wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. You know what? I, I'd like to – let's take a poll from all employees that I worked with and let's see if they thought that I was bad or not. Well, the management certainly did. No, I don't know no, if that no, could... no. One, one individual in management thought that I did. I was bad. The other ones didn't think I was bad. All right, yeah. I mean, you've laid out all the facts here today. I think we'll let the people decide what they want to decide. Um, maybe we should bring him on as a guest. Maybe we should bring Toe Ring. Oh uh, I'll just God. call her Mrs. Toe Ring. That'll <laughs> be her name. Mrs. Toe Ring. Because oh obviously, God. and I apologize to the person we mentioned last week, but we don't mention names on this podcast. We give nicknames. So well, her since nickname we mentioned Bill, now we have, to, we have to mention Bill by name every episode when, when he comes up. So It's kind of like one. Pandora's box. Yeah, he's the one. Um. I think uh, one of the first saves I had was uh, this little toddler who clearly was like, oh, here we go. Here we go, guys. Get ready. Here's the Hallmark movie. Here's the Hallmark movie of saving. Okay. Go ahead. No, I don't need to tell it. It's not a big thing. It's just, I think, I think it's funny because it gives you a, a look at what an actual save is. And it gives you a look at just how stupid parents are. Like just how stupid, like insanely stupid. So, Actually, I won't even talk about that one. I'll talk about this one. The parent was even more stupid. There, there's a little kid, like an infant, like just learned to walk. Mm-hmm. And his mom, he's at the baby slide, and his mom will walk him up to the top of the baby slide, and then she'll go, okay, stay there. And then mm. she'll run around down to the bottom of the baby slide. And the baby slide is still like probably six, seven, eight feet long. Like it's still a long oh, slide. You it's can just get a, some good speed. It can be yeah, dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's just like a, an eight foot long like uh, you know slide with not that big of an incline. Mm-hmm. And the baby, what will happen is the mom goes down on the bottom and then she goes, she goes, okay, come down. And then the little kid mm. sits down. He can't even speak. Like that's how young he is. The kid can't mm-hmm. speak. And sits down and goes down on his stomach backwards or whatever to his mom. And she catches him at the bottom. She's like, yay. And I'm like, he's not supposed to go down that way. And she's like, oh, sorry. He doesn't know any better. And I'm like, clearly. So stop <laughs> he, having him go down the fucking slide. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah, know any better. But you, as yeah. a 48-year-old woman, yes, does. Yes. And so anyway, she does this over and over and over. And I'm like, she shouldn't be doing this. But whatever. What the fuck am I going to tell her? She's like, he loves the slide. I'm like, sure. Whatever, bitch. And then... The last time the kid gets to the top of the slide and she goes to the bottom and she goes, okay, come down. And he goes down and then he just plants his arms halfway down the slide and just stops and goes, nope, I'm not going down anymore. And I'm like, okay, go down the slide, kid. Now I'm involved too. Like, I'm like, (laughs) go down the slide. Come on, come on. And he's just staring at me, like just stopped in place, staring at me. And the mom's at the bottom going, come on down, come on down the slide, come on down. 
and I'm just going, go, buddy, go. And I'm like trying to splash a little bit of water. I'm like, go down, go. And there's other kids coming up and I'm like considering, should I send them down like wrecking balls to dislodge him? Just like, meanwhile, meanwhile, the the water stream is like a pee stream. It's just like the, the, it's it's so slow and weak. It's slowest. Yeah. So he can, he can actually hold his weight against it. You know, it's not forcing him down. Right. And the only reason I didn't send another kid down, because sometimes you'll send another kid down to dislodge a kid. To hit him. If yeah. It's stuck. Like, yeah. It's and like... the only reason I didn't do that is because his mom was right there. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a butt heads. And then they're both unconscious at <laughs> yeah, the bottom of the slide. So, but anyway, <laughs> but that's something you would do. If there was a kid stuck in the slide, sometimes you would dislodge them by sending another kid down and be like, all right, there's a fat kid. Like, go kick him out. Like, get him out. Yes. If, if ethics were not a thing, I would absolutely do that. Oh, I did it several times. But anyway, okay. yes. If his mom wasn't there. Lawsuit yes, pending. Yes. So anyway, long story short, his mom, genius that she is, decides that what she'll do is she'll leave the bottom of the slide, come back up to the top and either convince him to climb back up to the top of the slide or she'll slide down and grab him in her arms on the way down and they'll ride down together. And the second this woman's foot, this woman walks away from the slide, the second this woman's foot hits dry land to get out of the pool and start walking around. The kid just goes, okay, I'm ready, and just drops his arms and legs, slides down the slide, submerged immediately at the bottom, and is just actively drowning. And I'm just looking at him like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And it wasn't his fault. I'm more so just like, this stupid fucking mom. Such an idiot. Such a dumbass idiot. So then what I have to do is I have to get on the slide myself, and I hate getting wet when I'm not wet, and I have to get on the slide, slide down, scoop him up in my arms and he's just looking around like <clears throat> spitting out water and everything spitting in and your I, face yeah just <laughs> spitting it on me and then his mom comes over and she's like oh my god oh my god i can't believe that just ha-. and i'm like take him out of the pool take him out of the pool get out of the pool give him up for adoption you had to write it up and everything yeah kid. i was like this woman is an idiot like trying to find a polite way to write that she's an idiot but yeah so that was that was just a you know that is what the average save is like at a public pool is it is a stupid parent being like lifeguards are my babysitters and then finding out soon that oh we're not we're not and your kid will die and drown if if they can't swim and you let them in the pool without floaties or anything so you know that's just a classic example did you ever consider that this child might have been suicidal (laughs) and that he had a death wish and this was his grand plan so he uh, probably what, what massed was, it out in the crib. What was one of the other topics that you had for today's show? Uh, yeah, let me just look really quick. Um, I think my baby wants to kill itself. Okay, next. No, the one oh. after that. The one after oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gee, sorry. My bad. Yeah, I forgot. That was the one that we weren't going to talk about this episode. <laughs> my baby is dipping his binky in cyanide. Can my... you just see like the Yahoo Answers question where it's like, why is my baby dipping anthrax in his pacifier in the anthrax bag? Why is my baby molesting me? <laughs> Okay, moving on <laughs> to the next topic. <laughs> nope, don't no, even. No, don't man, even no, man, no, man. That's just that he needs the breastfeed. <laughs> yeah, it's just he's not molesting you. He needs the he needs, source of he food. Needs food. He needs but yeah, food. that that is actually a Yahoo Answers type question. Would be like, why is my baby trying to bite my nipple? Yeah. And it's just people being like, LMAO, and then someone's like, um, actually, they're they're it's probably trying to latch. And the last thing process I thought, and then the the top rated answer is just someone going. He's trying to eat, LOL. And the person just goes, oh, <laughs> duh, thanks. Yeah, like that's that's Yahoo Answers in a nutshell. I never read the comments section of stuff. That always seemed to me like a fascinating world. Oh, yeah. It just lets you realize how many people are fucking so dumb. 
It's great. It's great. That is absolutely true. There are a lot of very, very dumb people, and I'm glad that I'm one of them, but I've gotten by as far as I have. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> totally side, uh, it's a little unrelated to the drowning. You were definitely right when you were talking about how people, you know, when you go and try to save someone, they're just trying to push you down because they're trying to keep their own head above water. Right. I, it's just one of those things that I was driving, and I thought, wow, it's a crazy, crazy situation to be in if you're ever in, and would really suck. Again, like, oh my God, I'm going to be Mr. Courageous, and then they literally drown you. Then they kill the other, you. Yeah. The other thing that I was thinking about, um, is it's really interesting when, let's say, like you would get stabbed. Um. So as one hypo- does. Yeah. Right. Exactly. In the middle of the day, hypothetically, you get stabbed. I found it really interesting that like you're not supposed to take the knife out. You know, like somebody gets right. stabbed, they're like, "Oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, don't take it out." Right. With your initial reaction, it's very similar to the drowning. Your initial reaction is to push your saver. Like, get this under, thing out of me. Exactly. You're like, holy shit, I got a knife in my leg. So you try to pull it out, but they're like, no, 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 don't pull it out. Well, and I then think, if you pull it out, you can kill yourself. You know, ironically, <clears throat> I don't know if I want to say this. Yes, you do. I just talked about I, babies molesting their mothers. I, okay, okay, okay. Ironically, I think the biggest lesson that our generation learned from Steve Irwin was that exact lesson. You don't pull something out after it goes in. You leave it in. And I just find that funny because, I mean, I before anyone gets mad or upset, I loved The Crocodile Hunter. It was my favorite show as a kid. You could ask my entire family. I was obsessed. There was one person that I could ever meet that I didn't have the chance to. It would have been him. Mm. With that being said, it is funny that he was always trying to teach us about nature and animals and all these other things out of all the stuff that could have stuck with us from what steve Irwin tried to teach us the biggest lesson was not to pull a stingray barb out of your chest if you get stung by a stingray (laughs) i just find that so morbidly hilarious but it's a good lesson i mean i think that's why a lot of people know not to do that now because that's what he did if you get if you get impaled by a rhino do you want to take the rhino horn out of your stomach well it's it's still attached to their head probably right so do you want to do, <laughs> yeah, no, do you wanna, i don't even do know wanna, what do you do in do that situation <laughs> yeah, I, think I think they, they just, just pick you up right they you ride the rodeo and, yeah, yeah. They just, you just keep walking yeah like if it goes all the way through you i think you just keep going like i don't mm-hmm. know what else you the alternative would be They're it's like, not yeah. like a lizard it can't just break its horn off and be like i'm gonna grow a new one it's just like oh. no you're fucking on that thing well don't tell that to poachers like they can saw that stuff off. I think they basically just catarize your body around the rhino horn. Catarize. This could be the new Disney movie. Holy shit, this could be a new Disney movie. Man gets impaled by a rhino. They can't remove him off the rhino's horn because he'll die and bleed out. So they cauterize him around the rhino's horn, and they develop this bond and friendship. And then it's the assimilation. Horny man saves Christmas. It feels long. Horny man saves Christmas? I think that's shorter than Coke and Hooker or whatever save Christmas. They're about the same. Hookers and snow. Hookers and blow. It was Hookers and Blow. It was Blow. Yes, right. it was Hookers and Blow. That's right. I forgot about that. But anyway, I I do yeah, I, I think it is kind of nuts that you're supposed to leave whatever it is in you. It makes sense mm-hmm. when you think about it. It makes sense. But I think that's a lesson that, you know, we don't have to worry about anymore because Steve Irwin sacrificed himself to teach us teach us it all, you know? He uh he paid for our sins. What's the line? Sacrificed his life for the sins of others. Yeah, basically. Sins of other animals. I remember I remember just always wondering why he picked up their poop. 
Oh, I never knew. What What's that story? He, I didn't know oh, that. No, he would always, like, he'd grab and catch animals and talk about the animals and stuff, but he was also obsessed with their shit. Like, he would just be, like, scouring no matter where he was. He would find animal shit. Like, he had an uncanny knack for finding animal shit, and he'd be like, wow, this is the shit of a northeastern rattler. That means this. And you're just like, what, 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 how, do you, how do you know? Like, not only did he know the animals, but he knew what all of their shits looked like. And then he would literally just pick it up. Like, he would just pick it up and just show the camera and be like, now this. And he'd be breaking apart, like, elephant <laughs> shit. He'd be like, yeah, this see the fibers is elephant oh. shit. Yeah, and he'd be like, this. He's like, starts flossing with the little pieces of hay. And he'd be like, <laughs> the elephants can shit up to eight tons a day. Can you believe? And he'd just start taking bites out of it. And you'd just be like, what? Like, as a kid, it was so confusing because, like, one of the rules you were taught is, like, literally never play with your shit. Don't touch shit. Like, don't do anything. And here's Steve Irwin just picking up every piece of shit he can find and being like, that's fascinating. That must mean there's a wombat nearby. I'm like, you couldn't have, like, found their paw prints or, you know, heard their shriek or anything. You have to pick up their shit. Yeah. I think the guy might have had... The guy might have had a little scat fetish or something going on. What? I don't know exactly what, what it a, was. What but... is a scat fetish? Well, scat's just another term for, like, poop. Oh, right? really? I thought and that I, was... And I think, uh, I think he, he had a little something, a little obsession with it or something. He's not obsessed with scat bands? No. That's not what that means? No, no. What he... if everyone is a, in a scat band was obsessed with poop? They only, like, scat their lyrics beep 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 shit myself. <laughs> I'm the scat man picking up shit when I'm walking around the street. Seeing dog shit. Look at that elephant shit. Look at that wombat shit. I don't know. I don't know anything about scat other than the scat man. And we already yeah, talked same. about him in one of the early pre-public episodes. Where, Did where, we? Yeah. Remember we found out he had a stutter. Oh fuck! That's right. <laughs> I don't want to get into that again. Maybe we'll Good release that him. at a further date. But that Good was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, what? if I had a stutter, the type of music I would make would be also be. I mean, what other option do you have? Right, right. Like, yeah. even, does that even work? Those are the two know. things. I would love to. Oh my God. Can you imagine somebody with a stutter doing opera? I, was, I would do That was what I was just about to say. Yes. I would see that shit. Like, there's no way I'm going to any opera oh, normally. It sounded like the record's skipping. Someone's like, Dude, fix the fucking phonograph. Awesome. You just like, I just imagine you fix people with stutters by like just giving them like the knock that Fonzie used to give the jukebox, and they're just be like, ah, and then you knock them, and they're just like, Ave Marie, yeah. right? Like, you just like put them behind a donkey and be like, all right, let's piss the donkey off. Kick the. I feel in. like that's, you know how like they used to, if somebody had a disease or whatever, they'd like give them blood transfusions and drain all the blood out of them. I feel like that's what they used to do with like people with stutters. They're like, yeah. <laughs> just put him behind a donkey. We'll just we just gotta kick the just kick the stutter kick him in the head. It'll set him straight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. There there were some crazy medical practices that people used to do. Indeed. Hundred percent. Indeed. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, we obviously leeches is one of the big ones that comes to mind. I mean, the people still people do still leech, do that. I was people gonna say still people do still leech do leech stuff that. today. But yeah, just some of like the concoction. Like, I I th- I find like medieval or old-fashioned medicines and a lot of the holistic medicines that fucking hippies use today are just hilarious to me because like so many of them are literally like put yourself in your shoes as a five-year-old kid when you would go in the backyard with like a bucket Mm -hmm. filled up with a little bit of hose water and then just start throwing different leaves dirt flower just 
all this shit you could find in the yard and start mixing up and being like, ha, I made a soup. And you like show it to your parents and like, don't drink that. And you're like, okay, I won't. And then, and then you, you did, it. and then you ended up, and you're 27, and you're like, oh, why am I doing a podcast in my closet? What happened to me? I got an itch inside my head. But no, it's literally what it was, is they would just do the same sort of thing and mix together and be like, uh, yeah, drink this once every fortnight, and you'll stop shitting yourself. And people were like, I mean, okay. Yeah, right. Like, what, what's my other option? I take your advice, Mr. Doctor. By the way, how did you get your medical degree? Oh, medical degree? No, I... I, we know when the last plague came through town, I was just the only person that didn't die. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the doctor now. That's how I became the doctor. Oh, oh, how did I become the doctor? Oh, my, my, my family killed more people and owns more land. And that, yeah. that guy was my dad. And yeah. I said, Dad, I don't know if I could be a soldier. I kind of have a limp. And he said, oh, you're, you're a doctor now. You're now qualified to go mix rocks in in a baggie and give it to people yeah. and say it's going to heal them. What you're going to want to do is just uh, take whatever plants you see and then take whatever animal you see and get the piss from that animal and then mash up the plants. Yes. And if somebody has a cut or a wound, just rub that on it and then just say that it'll uh, heal them. In a pinch, you can also just piss on them yourselves if you need well, to. People are still doing that, actually. <laughs> so, you know what? Yeah. Allegedly, I... our president, our... 46th president? It's 45th? amazing. I think he's 45. Yeah. That remember that story? That was a hilarious story. That he pissed a, on somebody? That was I wild. don't remember that. Oh, I remember that. That was wild. It's amazing that medicine has gotten to the point it's gotten to today. Like, it's just, it, there's been a lot of progress and innovation in human history, but, like, it's just always like we're fighting a fucking, like, up against a brick wall. Like, we don't make it easy for ourselves to make our lives easier, like, by any means. We're no like, someone, someone comes up with a good idea, and then there's, like, 200 years of people being like, are you out of your fucking mind? You want to give people medicine? It's like, oh, no, 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 that's against our religion. We can't do that. Uh, what's the yeah, other option? Right. Oh, they die, but it's okay. There's they an afterlife. Die. Are you sure? No, not at all, but we won't give them that thing that'll <laughs> save them. Right, like, wait, what like, the fuck? Just, and then you say, turn, what the fuck, and then they just cut your head off. Yeah, right, right. At every turn, it was just someone being like, absolutely not. Like, I wonder how long it took before people started wearing shoes. You know, like, way oh, back in the shit, day. Oh, shit, that's a really good question. Like, sandals and flip-flops? Like, I wonder they... if it was, like, a hundred years of people being like, do you want me to put something on my feet? Yeah, it'll stop you getting cut and stubbing your toes and... It'll actually give you more try. You must be out of your fucking mind, brother. You must be out of your mind. Like, and just, it was that for every invention and every technological thing ever created, I feel like. Do you think that they were also, like, stubborn, too? They're just like, I'm not putting that on my foot. I'm tough. Oh. I'm a, it had to have been like, I'm, yeah, good point. 100%. I'm a warrior. Yeah. And then I feel like it's always that story, and then the dude just, like, gets a small cut on his foot and it gets and infected and then he ends up dying and it's like oh we lost uh he who rips wolves head off uh yeah. maybe How? he should have been wearing shoes how did we lose oh he got a cut on his foot and you know it got infected and yeah mm -hmm. oh that's he always, on a branch that's always one of my favorite parts of like if you're ever reading like if you ever just are on wikipedia and you're just reading about random like historical figures from any time period but especially like any time in the you know middle of the 1850s and before like, it'll just be talking about all of their accomplishments and all the amazing things they created or invented or did or conquered or whatever. 
And then it'll be like death. And it'll be like, one night he stayed up too late. And the temperature <laughs> dropped below 40 degrees. And he got a head cold. And he died two weeks later in excruciating pain. Yeah. And you're one just day. like, what the fuck? Yeah. One day he began coughing. The next day, he was in a coffin. But <laughs> yeah. a ch- that was such a bad fucking joke. God damn it. I didn't even mean to do that. But that's literally what it would be like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite was the fever. The fever is the one oh that really blows my mind. Oh, oh yeah. They got God. a fever. Oh, what happened? They oh, literally just they, died. They got a fever. And then, yeah. like, and then it was like three months of dying. Like, you read some of those old books and, like, oh, yeah. someone, like, kids were just born, like, sickly. Like, I said, you know, some, some kid babies are obviously healthier than others, but kids would just be born sickly. And the parents would basically just be like, yeah, I'll give this one five years. Oh, better, right. better pop out oh, another one, right? Or, like, God. when kids would get a fever, they would just be like, eh, looks like the doctor would come in. She'd be like, she doesn't have much time. And they'd be like, what do you mean? And he'd be like, Three months. She has three months because she's coughing in her bed. And just, be- just keep wetting that rag and dabbing her forehead. She's dabbing her Hopefully forehead. Hopefully that'll do it. By candlelight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's it's it was absolutely absurd. But but so and and fever especially. And then sometimes they would just miraculously overcome it. Mm-hmm. I think that was the problem. Is people would you know miraculously overcome things and they'd be like, it was God, it was God that. And it was so again, just like I see. It was your it was your white blood cells, but. Yeah, okay. we we can go with God too. We're, right, we're not there yet, so we'll go with God. Okay. Right, right. Oh my gosh, it's like I just read a book by Leo Tolstoy called "The Death of Ivan Illich," which I've read before. Yeah, but is that I've, big? Very small. Oh, um, yeah, very quick book, and it's basically just about a guy who's dying, talking about like realizing that he's dying. It's a good book for anyone who hasn't had that realization in their life yet. A, it's like, a little different from what I'm reading, but okay. Yeah, yeah, but he, but in the book, like he is hanging curtains. And like bumps his side on the windowsill and ends up like dislodging or bruising his kidney or something and dies like a month later. <laughs> so like the okay, whole what? it's a it's an interesting book, but the whole premise of the book is just you're just it's hysterical because he's dying in the stupidest way ever and you're just laughing at it. But it was supposed to be serious, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a serious but but that's just what's funny about it is yeah, like back yeah. in the eighteen hundreds it was like, oh man, that's uh be careful you don't bump something the wrong way or else you could die in a month. Dude, I will say, have you been hitting your kidney recently? Like, when would you say the last time you got hit in your kidney was? Uh, I, not, not a long time. Hitting your kidney's not great. Oh, my Lord. I got hit in the kidney, uh, like, maybe a week or two ago. Oh, yikes. It, it hurt for, like, legitimately maybe a day. Oh. It was, it was unbelievable. I couldn't oh. believe it. I, I had not been hit in my kidney in a very long time, and I got hit there, and... It might, I, I might rather be hitting the dick than hitting the kidney. Yikes. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I prefer neither, but yeah, that's, uh, of course. yeah. So how was, how was your drive back, uh, from the trip too? Did you stop anywhere? Any, uh, I forgot to ask you about, do you stop in any random mid America cities and do anything cool or eat any good food or? I unfortunately did not. I did do a little bit of that on the way to Tennessee. Um, but on the way back, I pretty much just purchased every caffeinated, product mm. from the gas station uh and just absolutely you know tore the asphalt off nothing the in like little rock or anything there wasn't oh. it, like any uh little rock there's there's not much there is not much uh i tried to go to the bill clinton museum it was not open uh, i really <laughs> wanted to see the monica Lewinsky section I, but yeah well i, it I think closed. it was open i think you were just above the age limit oh Right, exactly. Are they going to add that Jeffrey Epstein section? Do you know what the updates are there? <laughs> yeah, the Epstein annex. Is there any? Yeah. 
that friendship that that'll be i'll i would make a return trip to see that uh that ribbon cutting for that section of the oh my gosh that section of the library yeah no little rock super weird i i thought it was gonna be uh i also i also ooh actually i just remembered i did do something on the way up there uh-oh. uh first of all thought university of arkansas was in little rock definitely not in little rock uh a little weird thing that little rock does have though uh is in pretty much smack dab the middle of town uh there is a random shrine to a karate master uh and I, I think it's actually taekwondo but i'm just gonna say it's karate because it's too funny to like call it the more legitimate form Wait, which would be what? taekwondo oh yeah it's this like there's an entire building that's dedicated to this guy and then there's this large like large garden with like eight different sculptures that all have different meanings like one of the sculptures was uh a massive turtle with a bunch of smaller turtles on its back and it had like this crazy explanation of what it meant and how it related to this guy and th- also mind you this guy looks like th- he like was alive during like the 80s or 90s this oh, is like so this recent. is a recent memorial like it has to be oh yeah oh and also at the front of the gate to the like garden sculpture area is just a massive like karate gate. You know how like from the movies or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, a ninja yeah. gate. Yeah, it's a huge just like karate ninja. In the gate middle right of there. Little Rock. In the middle of Little Rock. I, I feel like this dude must have been the town's like vigilante, right? Had like, to he have. must have they're, been like they're Bruce Wayne. They don't have yeah. They don't have a police force in Little Rock. They just had an, an old guy that did karate. Dude, that makes so much sense because there was literally a wall. It was like the Vietnam Memorial Wall, except it was all these names of other instructors that like worked under him or were like his uh Padawans. Yeah, exactly, his Padawans. And there was like two hundred names. What the fuck? I was like, who are these people? Who was this guy? Do you remember his name? Uh, I don't. I, let me see That's if I can look hysterical. it up really quick. I'll that, just literally go Little Rock Karate Shrine. That's, see, that's one of the things that, like, when you visit somewhere, you got to try to go somewhere like that because it's just so obscure and, like, just strange that you know there's going to be some good shit to see there. Dude. And then the other fun part about it is if you get to see people who, like, actually planned out a trip there. Like, when you stumble on those places yourself, it's always fun. But then when you start to interact with the people who are like, oh, yeah, we booked a long weekend so we could come to the the karate memorial in little rock arkansas then you know you're about to meet some very interesting characters those are the people that i want to meet like middle of america people that are just going to little rock like with their with their goofy like disney hats on and the the cameras that are uh tied around their necks oh i got his name sorry h u lee h u lee international gate and garden (laughs) so the grandmaster he's a grandmaster Grandmaster what the fuck was he doing in Little Rock, Arkansas? It was the only city that could actually be a vigilante in. They probably (laughs) kicked him out of L.A. Kicked him out of. Is that not the most random place in like four hundred? Dude, University of Arkansas is not even there. The only thing that's in Little Rock is Bill Clinton, and he wasn't even born there. What? Like the? I don't even really know why Bill Clinton is associated with Little Rock. H U Lee. H U. So I guess his actual like full name is. I'm gonna butcher this but hang ung lee hang ung lee okay uh first grandmaster of the american taekwondo association holy shit so he started it 
I, dude, I he guess he started so. American Taekwondo. Three thousand people attended his funeral in Little Rock. That's probably oh the most God. that Little Rock has ever had. That's dude, more than the population say, of Little know, Rock. You know that every Taekwondo hard-on weirdo has made the pilgrimage to this place for dude. sure. Then that just seems like the most ridiculous. Like, I mean, I'm sure it was cool. I'm sure it was awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, let me let me say it was badass. I was just super confused by it because it's just not something that you see in other cities, right? And they had all like the statues were something that I just really have never seen before, like. One of them was like a flaming sword or like wow. this this sword with like a globe on the top of it or something like that. And they all had these like intricate meanings. Uh, but oh, you've never a... seen any? Like, was one of them a woman? Uh, oh. Oh, nice. Uh, no, one of them was not a woman. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just yeah. had to ask. Yeah, it wasn't a woman. But it'd be, it'd be cool if it was a woman. <laughs> That'd be nice. All of a sudden the news is like, Local Arkansas Museum. Uh, uh, what's a stolen woman statue stolen? I just butchered that. What the fuck would the actual news headline be? Man, man, Mary's statue at <laughs> H.U. Lee Memorial. Rumor is they were dating for three hours. Oh, uh, well, that's yeah, that's awesome. I love kind of stumbling upon things like that that you don't really expect. If you're ever in Little Rock, I think that's like the one thing that, you know, maybe you should go ahead and see. It was it was very cool. It was odd. That's- but it was cool. That's one of those cities that I would put on the list of places I have no interest in going ever. You know? I mean, no duh. Right. But it's just like, that's, it's, it's funny. It's funny thing to think about that you can't, you do categorize cities like that. Like there's cities that are like, oh, I really want to go here. You know, certain cities or countries. There's places that are like, yeah, you know, I would take a weekend trip there to go like mm. try a couple things there. And then there's cities that are just like, yeah, there's legitimately no reason for me to ever go there and i will never go there all the cities in iowa correct every every city in iowa i was annexed yeah Yeah. i was done fucking iowa every city there uh little rock is a good one um el paso oh yeah nope no reason no reason to go to el paso like there's so there's there's obviously you know there's a number of them there's a number of them but um Another weird thing about Little Rock, I was walking down the street and in front of an apartment complex, there was just a statue of Humpty Dumpty. I literally <laughs> shit you not. I wish I was kidding. There was a, and I have a picture of it if you don't believe me. Dude. Let me, let me, let me give you the sequence me the of me picture. walking Send down me Little picture. Rock. Let me give you the sequence. I went and parked my car. I got out of my car. I paid the meter. I walked down the street. I turned left. As I was turning left, there was a statue of Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's super weird. So I processed the statue of Humpty Dumpty, walked three more blocks, looked to my right. There was the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile outside of just a random building. Oscar Mayer Wienermobile parked across the street from me. Again, maybe I was in the Twilight Zone and I really didn't know. I was going to say, dude, I think think you accidentally drove into another dimension that was just like a wacky zany version of of whatever it was supposed to be there. This is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it was wild. Maybe then, that's the thing with with cities like that where they know like oh no one's coming here is they're just like uh okay, all in favor this week of building a Humpty Dumpty statue yeah. downtown for absolutely no reason other than we have Confusing. taxpayer money and we need to use it somehow. Say I and everyone's like, "Yep, I vote for it. Run it." That would actually maybe Pretty it would be much. cool to live in one of those cities because you could, you could literally probably do whatever you want. Yes. You know, if you were a mayor of a town like that, you could yes. probably be like, 
all buildings higher than eight stories are required to have uh, curly slides that go down to the first floor. And we'll that be could raising be like taxes 30% to be able to build the curly slides. Exactly. That could be a thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, also, so walked, kept walking, found the Taekwondo shrine, and then uh, walked a little bit more. And just in the middle of Little Rock as well, there's just a uh, like colonial ranch and uh, like house and building and field that they just kept intact from like 1776. With a field? Yes. It's like a plot of land. That they just kept intact. It's like the old style fences are there. What the, the old fuck? building is there. Like it's all, it's a museum or whatever, but it's set up like the same way that it was set up 400 years ago. What the fuck? Yeah. Little, maybe Little Rock's got more. And then I, I kept going. I, I walked another two blocks and they had a, they had a, a, a whale, a, a whale with a monocle on in, in his own enclosure, just swimming around the street. I'm just trying to think of what else they could yeah. have possibly had there. Yeah. They no, had, oh, they had, a, they had an be... entire Ringling Brothers circus set up on the outskirts of town. Yeah. Then I took a step forward and just started hurtling through the galaxy. Yeah. That oh would have been God. accurate. No, I turned around and went back to my car and stopped in this like bar that was like a hole in the wall. And I went in to get a beer. They only had like three beers in the entire bar. And it was just a group of like 10 or 12 people that clearly knew the bartender. Oh and they were all God. just like blacked out. Oh my they were God. so drunk, just like being loud. They were like they probably singing. All, I'm imagining this town like Punxsutawney, PA, where like, you know, it's Groundhog's Day every day for them. And I feel like they never figured out how to escape Punxsutawney. So they were just like, let's just go to the bar every day and get incredibly blackout yeah. drunk. Yeah. I can't imagine living in Little Rock is get, a get blackout experience. drunk on literally three beers. They only have three beer options, but they're like, we're gonna drink fifteen. Yeah, of they, each of these beers. The bartender goes, "What do you want?" And they go, "Surprise me!" And if she picks one of three beers, yeah, it's like, "Oh, I never had this before." And it's like, you literally had it PBR, six hours ago yeah. when you were in here, right? Oh my god. The other, yeah. The other funny part is I I couldn't find any food, so weirdly enough, I ended there up there wasn't getting, like a big boy restaurant. In the I middle mean, of I, town, I too? I could have gotten that, but I, I wanted to get something that might have been a little bit more, you oh, know, cool. little rocky. So the thing that I ended up settling on was Indian food. I got Indian in food and a little rock. Wow. Yes. Uh, it you was wouldn't... actually pretty damn good. Wow. Okay. Okay. You, you know, know, I feel like the more you describe this city, the more it feels like it was designed just for people to, like, drop acid and then go there for a day. So I imagine that their atmosphere is basically just like peyote. So when you yeah. breathe the air of Little Rock, you're actually inhaling peyote and getting high off it. So you're you just hallucinate high the entire time. Mm-hmm. You hallucinate you the leave, entire time you're, like, you're in Little Rock. Was that Humpty Dumpty statue real, or was I literally yeah. off my rocker the entire time I was there? Yeah. So was I the only one that was playing backgammon with Humpty Dumpty on the side of the road? Yeah, that that was that was just you, Mike. Yeah, we were all eating hot dogs in the Oscar Mayer mobile. You know what? Maybe uh, maybe add Little Rock to your list of cities to visit. It sounds like there might be a little something there for everyone, and you might just be pleasantly surprised on what you find. The Wiener Mobile might not be in the same spot, but who mm-hmm. knows? That weekend it could be the fucking Batmobile. Yes. Know? What are other cool mobiles? Are there any cool other? The ice cream truck. Oh, I always thought those were kind of overrated. They always had uh, like 
It was like SpongeBob on, on a stick. Yeah. Who got those? those so that's so actually a, a massive trend on TikTok right now where people oh, are boy. buying SpongeBob ice cream by the box load. What? And, and doing reveals where they open them up to try to find one where the gummy eyeballs are perfectly lined up where they should be. And it's, it's been funny because some people just get like his eyes are like on either side of the sponge or like they're no just, way. there's like one eyeball right in the middle. Like some of them are just like completely fucked up. Do you think they melt or do you think that the people that are putting the eyeballs on just don't I'd give a fuck? Probably a combination of both. I also don't think it's people. It's probably a machine putting the eyeballs on. But oh, yeah. Can all you those, imagine? All those SpongeBob ice cream talk jobs. Talk about a miserable job. Being <laughs> can like, you imagine just like, what do you, you like, do? Why? I put eyeball gummy gumballs on SpongeBob ice cream as my <laughs> job. It's like, yeah, it's like you're, you're at a bar in Detroit and you're sitting next to a guy and he's drinking a beer. It's like, hey, man, what happened to you? He's like, oh, I lost my job. You're like, oh, that sucks. What'd you do? You work for the auto companies? No, I work for the ice cream company. I put eyeballs on the sponge body, so I gave SpongeBob life. What? You're telling me they got a computer that can do that now? Yep. Damn, they got a computer that can do anything these days. They can't do it as well as me. I tell you, this... They don't make the stuff like they used to. Yeah. Man, I used to make these SpongeBob ice cream bars. They used to be flawless. Now you look see at these them. these TikTok videos? These kids unbox them. They got three eyeballs. They got eyeballs two inches apart from each other. Just things ain't the same no more in American SpongeBob ice cream. I never would have sent that SpongeBob down the conveyor belt. I wouldn't have given the American consumer that SpongeBob. You got that SpongeBob rolling off the belt, looking like a damn Picasso painting. I wouldn't yeah. have sent that out. That ain't worth three dollars. Stop Terrible robbing sh- our children. Terrible shame. How much? How much were you making at that SpongeBob factory anyway? Oh, a hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and I had twenty-four weeks of paid time off, full dental health care coverage, Social Security, and full retirement pension. Oh. And they gave me an Audi. All the SpongeBob ice cream I could eat. <laughs> I gained 400 pounds, but I was the happiest I've ever been. Yeah, but now I get to listen to Joe Rogan, so I'm, I'm feeling fulfilled in the same way. And sometimes when I feel like it, I'll go buy out a box of them SpongeBob ice creams, and I'll take all the gumballs off and just put them back on myself as I sit at home in Little Rock. Now, now I work for the uh, the firecracker popsicle company putting sticks on firecracker popsicles. It just ain't the same, damn it! I need my eyeballs. It just ain't the same. All right. Well, I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for today. Uh, Mike, did you have any sponsors or any any uh, updates or anything that you wanted to share? Uh yeah. This week, uh, we're sponsored by uh, Koopal and Esser Rulers. Um, is your child uh, starting kindergarten? Well, what they're going to need is they're going to need a ruler or uh, the rulers that extend out of the metal box. Uh, you call your Kuppel and Esser representative to find out what those are called. But make sure you your kid isn't in... Yeah. Get your Cooper and Essel okay. tape measures. Thank you, Cooper and Essel. Mike, can the people, can the people follow you anywhere? Well, let me. So you didn't let me do the Cooper and Essler slogan. That's like the one thing that I wanted to do. Cooper and Essler, you'll never have a squiggly line again. Okay. Thank you for that. Can the people follow you anywhere? 
Uh, I don't know no. why they would want to after yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, they'd probably recommend against that. Um, probably wouldn't be a good idea. So uh, if they are going to follow me, please send good vibes. I'm trying to win a did grill they com- and Did anyone a comment on your Traeger post yet? Uh, no. Well, somebody said, I hope you don't live in the doghouse that's falling apart behind the grill. Mm. I assured them that I do not. Um, I actually live in a garage. Go comment um, on Mike's Traeger post. Go yeah. comment. Mm-hmm. Go, yep, let it fly. It's good. But don't follow me. You don't need to find me anywhere. Yeah. I'm a ghost Um, in the night. Okay. Yeah, I I don't feel like being followed this week either. But please leave leave a review, follow us, share the, just share the episode with a friend. Maybe not this one. I don't know. Maybe one of, whichever episode was your favorite, share it with a friend. And uh, we'll see all you guys next time when we broadcast live. From Little Rock, Arkansas. Of course. From the H.U. Lee Museum. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.